Welcome to Cinema Chop Shop. Watch, chop, retrofit. Is it uh is it okay to do a taco shout out even though it's not Tuesday? Sure. All right, so I want to give a shout out to a local taqueria called Taqueria Veracruz, and it is connected to a traditional tienda, which is a Mexican grocery store, and they have legit authentic tacos. Mucho gusta. This is not actually a Taco Tuesday podcast. Welcome to Cinema Chop Shop. This is a movie podcast that concedes that remakes are going to happen. So why shouldn't movie buffs like us decide who is recast in those iconic roles? My name is an American Travampire story, mm-hmm. aka Travizombie Nightmare, <laughs> aka I'm Trav Man. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Tell all your friends about me. Uh, so I'm joined here in the shop by my co-host and co-producer and my good friend, Amerishan Vampire, <laughs> a.k.a. Tales from Bichond, a.k.a. Gershonimo. <laughs> and in our third seat, as usual, Chop Shop Regulator, Curse of the Moonshell. A.K.A. Chell River, nice. A.K.A. the Specialist. Oh, you didn't use mine. What? I don't remember. Batman's Utility Chelt. Oh, oh I, that's. Good. I didn't catch that one, but it is in order. Thank you, Chelsea, for being here and doing all the things that you do. You're welcome. And further description of the show: the tagline says, "Watch Chop Retrofit," because essentially. That's what we do here. We watch older movies, sometimes classic films with iconic actors, and then we retrofit them by tweaking the design with new parts. Quick disclaimer though, we're not actually in favor of the remake, reboot, sequel dependent cinematic culture. Holy shit, Batman. This is more of an exercise in satire and irony. We try to be funny. And sometimes we succeed, chum. And that will uh, go ahead and bring us into our first segment. Uh, which is going to be movie news. And this is where, uh, during the time between episodes, we try to pay attention to stories that pertain to the world of cinema and maybe the remakes, reboots, and sequel shit that we're talking about. Uh, And then also just stories that you, the Chop Choppers out there, might find interesting. And it's actually been two weeks right since we did a new episode. We had a hiatus last week. So... Fortunately for you, that means that we've got a a bloat. And unfortunately, there are four RIPs this week. So starting it off with rest in peace and rest in power to comedy giant Norm MacDonald. Oh, I am heartbroken over this. Me too. And so um, known for his dry wit and compassion, dies at the age of 61. Uh, Apparently, he had been battling leukemia for about nine years and still performing stand-up and doing appearances on shows. It was something that his family kept very secret, he and his family. And so, yeah, I'm getting a little bit choked up. Uh, Quick side note, my first kind of like, when I was old enough to watch SNL, like on the regular, on my own, he was the host of Weekend Update. And so that's my first exposure to him. And then, of course, he got fired for making too many OJ jokes, if that gives you any context. Um, Your guys' thoughts? 
Can you make too many OJ jokes? He's great. Uh, <laughs> I love uh, him. Legendary Turd Ferguson. Yes. Oh, God. Um, on Celebrity Jeopardy on SNL. That was my inspiration for the Cannonball Run episode. Wonderful. And proving once again that Germans love David Hasselhoff. Yes. I love that. I mean, he leaned on that so long. Yeah. But great guy. Yeah, that very was good funny. delivery, dude. I, I felt Norm on that. I very think might have been channeling him. Very funny, funny, funny comedian. Good Canadian man. Rest in peace and rest Love in power him. to him. Next, we've got R.I.P. to Art Matrano, star of Police Academy films, dead at 84. Uh, Art Matrano, a stand-up comedian best known for his role as ruthless police captain Ernie Mauser in two Police Academy films, has died at the age of 84. The actor died of natural causes at his home in Aventura, Florida on Wednesday, his son Harry Matrano told The Hollywood Reporter. Next, R.I.P., rest in peace and rest in power to Jean-Paul Belmondo. He was a giant of European cinema who worked with Godard, Truffaut, Chabrol, Melville, De Sica, Ophuls, I'm doing good, and <laughs> Resne. Uh, he's died at the age of 88. Belmondo died on the 6th of September at his home in Paris. He had been in failing health since he suffered a stroke 20 years prior wow yes and that comes to us uh from criterion daily yeah if you want to see belmondo at his best watch breathless with gene seberg okay directed by uh like the haircut yeah okay and directed by uh uh, good art so yeah check him out he's very very cool rest in peace and rest in power to him next r.i.p to michael k williams the wire actor dies at the age of only 54. That's rough. He was also in Lovecraft Country. He was also a five-time Emmy nominee, and he was found dead in his Brooklyn home on Monday of a drug overdose, the NYP representative told The Hollywood Reporter. And so once again, rest in peace and rest in power to those four individuals. Next up, Marvel's Eternals is getting a theatrical-only release thanks to Shang-Chi's performance. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Shasha, correct me if I'm wrong. Sean, you have any thoughts on this? No. Not at the moment. All right. Next up, we've got Yaha Abdul-Mateen II confirms his role as Morpheus in The Matrix 4. This this, uh, news broke the day after the trailer because... It was quite obvious <laughs> that he was playing Morpheus. Even though uh, he was wearing the sunglasses, that was the dead giveaway, and he looks like a young Lawrence Fishburne a little bit in the role. They didn't specifically say that in the trailer, and so I guess he, he was like, oh, shit, I'm being bombarded on my Twitter, and I need to go ahead and say something. He probably got uh, a pass from the studio to go ahead and release that. All right, next we've got... Mad Max Fury Road prequel Furiosa delayed one year sets a new 2024 release date. And this is the one with Anya Taylor-Joy playing Furiosa. I say take as long as you need. Yes, make it make, right. Make it a super good movie. Yep. Yeah. Next, this is this is awesome news. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key, we love him, joins Timothy Chalamet, Timothy Chalamet, as Wonka, or in Wonka, the prequel that... Has everybody scratching their heads? This comes to us from slashfilm.com. Yeah, but what about that yeet? 
Skirt, 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 skirt. Come with me and you'll see a world of confusing executive decisions. <laughs> first line in this. Uh, we're not going to get too deep into it, but you can read more at slashfilm.com. Next, uh, Thai cave rescue movie will feature the actual Navy SEALs recreating their mission. I think it's I think it's cool. Yeah. Do you remember this movie called The 1517 to Paris? About the attempted terror attack. Yes, where there was actual, yes, yes, like, yes. Military people on the train. Mm -hmm. And in the, I think Clint Eastwood might have directed it. And in the movie, they cast the actual uh, military figures. I can't remember. Were they Marines or something like that? I can't remember. So this has kind of a similar tone. But also what they did was friggin' incredible. Yeah. And, and go ahead. Now, I'm kind of glad that everybody gets to see like how hard this was and they were there yeah so hopefully they have a little bit of sway with if shit's not if if shit's not real yeah yeah, yeah. i would yeah. hope that they would want to keep yeah, it i would like to see them have some editorial power over the authenticity of it yeah i think that sure. it's also cool that they're going to be featuring navy navy seals in a non-combat setting yeah that's yeah kind of cool combat contacts context next Jeff Bridges says his cancer is in remission as he recovers from COVID. Is there anything the dude cannot do? No. And he also said that cancer was a piece of cake compared to COVID. The, the, uh, the dude abides. Yeah. And we wish him nothing but luck in his recovery. Uh, that story comes to us from Comic Book Review. And next, Idris Elba to return reprising the role of Luther for a movie with Cynthia Erivo and Andy Serkis. And what's the over-under on Andy Serkis playing himself or being in a mocap suit? <laughs> Finally, Andrew Garfield rebuffs Spider-Man No Way Home leaked image amid efforts to, quote, manage expectations. And that's going to wrap us up on movie news for this week. You guys hear the red phone ringing? That must mean it's time for the Department of Corrections Department with Chief Corrections Officer Dana. I'm Dana. This is my brother Daryl, and this is my other brother Daryl. George Clooney was in the TV adaptation of Catch-22. He also directed and executive produced it. Believe it or not, I haven't seen it all yet. I tell you, Travis, Kate Hudson is a great actress, but I don't think she could pull off playing Aretha Franklin in a film. That was Jennifer Hudson, in respect. George and Leo was the TV show Travis was thinking of that starred Bob Newhart and Judd Hirsch. All right, time for y'all to go to sleep. And when you wake up, I will be Suzanne Flechette. See you next time. All right. Well, thank you, Dana. And I have to say, I respect the work that you do every time in the Department of Corrections Department. And that's going to close the doors on that segment for this week. That brings us to the theme of the episode. In celebration of his birth date on September 19th, the day that this episode will go kapow! Zap! Boom! Kablooey! We're talking about the films of the late, great Adam West. Before we get into his bio details, do you guys have any um, first impressions of this guy? Absolutely. Um, being a child of the 70s, uh, Batman, uh, the TV series was on reruns. We had Super Friends. We had little Batman action figures. 
he was a big deal. Uh, my cousin and I, who grew up together, um, would play Batman and Robin all the time. Yes. He, he was always Batman. I was Robin. That's so, how it's going to be in the Photoshop, right? <laughs> and gr- <laughs> growing up in the uh, growing up in uh, a Southern Baptist household, whenever we would say the blessing before lunch, we would always end our prayers and thank you for Batman and Robin. <laughs> That's beautiful. Holy rusted metal, Batman and Robin. <laughs> Chelsea. Um, because I was a strange kid that watched Nick at Night, mm-hmm. I watched a lot of the Batman the TV show, and then I really didn't know anything about Adam West until Family Guy happened. Mayor Adam West. Yeah, and I was like, "Holy shit, Batman! This is the same person." Yes, like it, this is amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, that being said, I will I will say that they were still doing reruns of the original Batman. TV show when I was a kid in the 80s and I had a little pair of pajamas that said zap bang pow on them. (laughs) All right. So William West Anderson, born on September 19th, 1928, known professionally as Adam West, was an American actor. He is best remembered for portraying Batman in the 1960s ABC series of the same name and its 1966 theatrical film, reprising the role in other films and television shows until his retirement from live action appearances, except for voice acting. West began acting in films in the 1950s. He played opposite Chuck Connors in Geronimo. I mean, Gershonimo from 1962 (laughs) and the three stooges in the outlaws is coming poor grammar 1965 he also appeared in the science fiction film robinson crusoe on mars in 1964 and performed performed voice work on the fairly odd parents the simpsons and family guy playing fictional versions of himself in all three so i think we can say um once again, rest in peace to a legend. Oh, right? yeah, for sure. On his birth date. Uh, one thing that was left out of your bio, uh, Adam West played uh, Captain Q. He was the pitch man for Nestle Quick. And this was back in the old black and white TV days. So with that being said, we're going to bring it into our next segment, which is the Midnight Double Feature. And this is where each of us on the panel, right? Each of us, Chelsea, each of us on the panel have selected two movies in advance that are pertinent to our subject at hand. Are you shaking your head? No, you don't have a double feature. No. All right, it's just you and me, Sean, on this double feature. It's we're gonna we're gonna double team it <laughs> like a dynamic, dynamic duo. duo. Yes. yes. And See? so, uh, go ahead and give me yours, sir. Okay, so I'm gonna pick up on some of uh, Adam West's uh, eh, some of his lesser work. His lesser work is lesser work. Um, in 1979, NBC debuted a live-action movie produced by Hanna Barbera. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually beautiful two, woman, Hanna Barbera. It's two 60-minute live-action specials. It's called Legends of the Superheroes. Okay, and it's a two-parter. Basically, you have the challenge of the superheroes, and then you have the roast of the superheroes. I like the roast part. It's kind of a reunion of Adam West, Burt Ward, and Frank Gorshin, a.k.a. Yeah. the Riddler. 
Um, but it's produced like a variety show that were pop, you know, that was popular back in the seventies. It's on videotape with a laugh track. Okay. Uh, the challenge is, uh, the first episode, um, they're the justice league and they unite at the hall of heroes, not at the hall of justice, uh, to celebrate the retired superhero Scarlet Cyclone's birthday. Was Warner Brothers like holding that Hall of Justice you know, leash I, real tight? Th- back then, I don't think any of the owners of either of these... And at the, at the time, I don't think Warner Brothers was even in the picture. But okay. uh, everyone was fast and loose with superheroes. I don't think they're coveted like they are today. The, uh, the no, intellectual property. Yeah, they're, they're not very protective at all. Uh, the party is interrupted by the Legion of Doom. They've announced they've hidden a bomb in a secret location, and the heroes must follow clues to find them. Uh, in the process, they, they, uh, they lose their superpowers, and uh, eventually they do get their powers back, and they are victorious. Followed by the second episode, it's the roast, hosted by Ed McMahon. Nice. <laughs> Done like a regular comedy roast-type show. Uh, in, including a new character called Ghetto Man. Ghetto Man. An what year is this again? 79. 79, Ghetto All Man. Right. An African-American superhero who performs a stand-up comedy routine. It, it was did, a term of endearment. It in did 89. not age well. Uh, several other characters, a Barbara Walters ripoff who's doing an interview with Giganta, who is now marrying the Atom. I believe you mean Barbara Warbler. Yes. Uh, so anyway, uh, terrible, 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 awful. If you can spot it and find it, it's good for a laugh or two, but it's not good. Okay. Um, and I'm following it with an equally terrible movie from 2009 called Super Capers, The Origins of Ed and the Missing Bullion. Um, it's a comedy action film. Oh, my God. The, the cast list was going to floor you. When, I'm listening. Uh, Justin Whalen is the star. He played Jimmy Olsen in the uh, Superboy TV series. Stepson of Whalen Jennings. The villain in this film is Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker of Michael Rooker. Who is a Batman ripoff character. Uh, it's got John Polito, which you'd recognize him when you see him. Adam West is in it for mm. all of 30 seconds. Well, that that's going to be a recurring theme today. He's a, he's, a cab, <laughs> he's a cab driver whose cab looks remarkably like the old Batmobile. Uh, June Lockhart from Lock, Lost in Space is in mm-hmm. it. Doug Jones, the famous uh, character actor, Shape of Water. Uh, as I think that Joan Lockhart should have done a porn version of Lost in Space called Locked anyway. in Space. Anyway, Clint Howard's in this and Tom Sizemore's in it. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I'd... A young Tom Sizemore? No, 2009. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I got uh, Anyway, he's a wannabe superhero. He gets sentenced by the judge because he got accused of hurting an innocent. He's in like a halfway house for uh, wannabe superheroes. And it's shit. It's terrible. It's awful. I'm not even going to get into the plot. Fair enough. My double feature. I went into this. I told you <laughs> via Google Hangouts. Google, send us that money. Cinemachopshop.com. Um, that I was going to do two documentaries. Yeah. And the first quote unquote documentary that I checked out was called Return to the Batcave. The Misadventures of Adam and Bert. Okay. Not a documentary. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> it is a biographical Comedy. When did it come out? Uh, 2003. Yeah, yeah. I think it was broadcast by Fox, if I'm not mistaken. And so in this, Adam West and Burt Ward show up to this convention. And they're, they're at promoting themselves, but they also don't remember being on the guest list. And lo and behold, there's a, bat, a Batmobile there. And it's the same Batmobile from the show. And 
Bert's like, hey, do you mind if we sit in it just for old time's sake? And they go and they sit in it and Adam West is like, well, you remember I have a key. And so they, <laughs> uh, and then all the lights go out and the Batmobile is stolen. And so the rest of the movie is them on a hunt for the Batmobile combined with flashback scenes to their early days on the show portrayed by other actors. There's younger contemporary actors playing them in the original 66 series. So we have a few beers to drink tonight. We're going to go ahead and check one in. Yeah, we're talking about old times, so I'm going to be opening the uh, Rewind Lager by Birdsong Brewing. Can we can we take that back? Take it back a second. Rewind? Yeah. Back it up. Back that bitch up. Um, so is this the appropriate time to announce that Chelsea's taking over the untapped profile? Woo! And what did you text me? I'll be the greatest untapped check-inner you've ever seen. Updater. <laughs> Updater. That, that sounds better than check-inner. Check-inner, I hardly know her. Right? By the way, the label's beautiful on this. It's a cassette tape with a pencil stuck through the thread so they can do the manual rewind. Michelle literally has this shirt. It's a great... It's she a, has this shirt. I got her this shirt at Birdsong Brewing. You see, Chelsea, cool. this is what we call a cassette tape. I don't know what that is. And sometimes... Uh, when you didn't have the cassette in the jam box, it means little. F- it means little case. You'd use French. a little pencil, and you would you would turn the pencil to rewind the tape manually. And so I'm going to pair huh. that with another movie that's actually a documentary that I watched when it came out in 2013. It's called Starring Adam West, and it doesn't have a rating on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's Adam West's career. Uh, including his meteoric rise to fame as the title character in Batman in 1966 and a late life, late in life resurgence as a voice actor on TV and also the quest to get him a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, hence the name Starring Adam West. And I recommend this one over the first one that I thought was going to be a documentary. <laughs> uh, in real in real talk, though, I did watch a documentary today called Batman from Comics to Screen or something like that. And it was the history going all the way back to the uh, movie theater serials, the Batman movie theater serials. And then it went to or it was in comics and then it. Uh, jumped to the TV show. And so the majority of the documentary was about the TV show, but it came out in 89, just after Batman 1989. And so they're like, there's so much speculation about what the sequel to this film may bring. (laughs) So yeah, that, uh, that's going to wrap us up on the midnight double feature. I'm saying uh, one recommend and one no recommend. No recommends. All right. So That's going to finish us up on that segment, but bringing us to our feature segment, which is the recast. And this is where we have a predetermined film that we hopefully have seen in advance. And then we talk about it a little bit, and then we hypothetically recast a few of the main roles. And uh, right off the top, we we do want to um, give Chelsea a pass on this one. She's had a very busy week and heard through the grapevine that this movie was shit. It's called Robinson Crusoe on Mars, and you did not watch it. Um, I had instructions yes. from Sean. Don't watch this. Yes. I'll give you the plot summary. But you're not doing recasts. 
Well, all I heard him say was Adam West dies within the first 15 minutes. And, and that's I, what went, I was referencing <laughs> earlier. So <laughs> fuck no, I'm not no, I'm not recasting it. It is uh, it is one of his uh, higher rated higher rated movies on Rotten Tomatoes with that's a 94%. Horrible. He dies. That's, that's why I picked it, but that's one of the the uh, pitfalls of this process, this experiment that we're all doing. Is mm -hmm. that sometimes in order to Travis fucks up? No, in order to properly uh, schedule things in advance, but also pick movies that you've not seen, things uh, happen. So, uh, yes, Adam West has very little screen time in this film. Commander Kit Draper is forced to crash land on Mars, but his mission goes horribly wrong and must figure out how to survive on the hostile barren planet. And Kit Draper has the woolly monkey Mona, Mona with him Mona. and uh, Adam West Colonel Dan McCready is in another pod and they land in separate locations and Draper eventually finds the crash site of, of <laughs> Colonel West's <laughs> escape pod uh, he's West. dead he, he died on impact yes and so he tries to survive on this planet and uh, starts to notice that Mona, the monkey, is not eating her food and seems to disappear at times. And he follows her to where? Well, I don't remember. Is that... This is part of the plot of the movie. Is it where the slaves are or whatever? Yes. And yeah. so they find this slave encampment that are basically in servitude to alien overlords. Yeah, they're being controlled by these ships. They just kind of fly in and mm -hmm. zap them and fly away. Yes. And so not a great movie. Um, if you're looking for an Adam West film, don't don't be disappointed <laughs> when he's not in the second or third act. But we're going to go ahead and push forward. Uh, Some of us. First up, we've got... Commander Christopher Kit Draper, U.S. Navy, played by Paul Mantee, who was 33. Then we've got Friday. Oh, we, we should have mentioned Friday. This is a parallel to the original Robinson Crusoe novel, and there is a character, Friday. Yes. Who at one point is referred to by the R word. Yes. Then we've got Adam West, who was 36, as Colonel Dan McCready, U.S. Air Force. And then we've got Barney the Wooly Monkey as Mona. I, I'm sure that Barney was not pleased that they named him a girl name. Wait a second. So they kill him within the first 15 fucking minutes, yes. and they also make him be part of the Air Force. He was in the Air Force before they killed him. The, the character. Anyway, so you're, you're just like ragging on the Air Force right now? Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Uh, all right. So that being said... Sean, who is your recast for Kit Draper? Um, Kit Draper. Um, I went with face value all the way on, on okay. the, this pick as well as the as Friday's pick. Um, I went with a 45-year-old actor who's proven that he can do some comedy because he was funny as fuck in uh, Vacation Friends. I went with John Cena. Ah, I liked that movie. And he looks, he, yeah, he kind of looks like him. My pick is an actor who is 52 now i most of my cast is aged up a little bit he was in my son my son what have you done specter and final score 
His name is Dave Batista. Hmm. Dave Batista is going to be my Kit Draper. Next up, we've got Victor London, who was 35, playing Friday. Now, Friday's one of the slaves. Yeah. Uh, kind of the equivalent to the Friday in Robinson Crusoe, as we already mentioned. And he was played by uh, Victor London, who I didn't recognize him in this movie, but if you look at older pictures of him, he's a very active character actor who's shown up in a lot yep. of movies and TV shows. Uh, and so who was your pick for this one, Sean? Well, incidentally, Victor London played Chief Standing Pat in Batman. Stan Pat. In the Batman TV series. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I went with a 46-year-old actor who also bears a striking resemblance to uh, Victor London. Uh, he was in uh, Prisoners. He's in the upcoming Dune movie. He was in The Dark Knight. Everyone saw him in the most recent Suicide Squad movie. I went with David Dasmalshan. Yeah, yeah. Polka Dot Man. Polka Dot Man. Uh, this past okay. Wednesday was Dot Day, and that was something that uh, had an impact on my life. So, uh, before I continue, can you tell me how you think about this beer? I think it's a fine lager. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. I had this at their brewery, and uh, it wasn't the reason I bought the shirt. The label was why I bought the shirt, but the beer is perfectly, perfectly palpable. Yep. All right, my pick for Friday is 47 now. He was in the specials. <clears throat> The Giant Mechanical Man, and the man who invented the moon, his name is Sean Gunn. Sean Gunn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Of course, James Gunn's brother. Yeah. Next up, we've got the man himself, Adam West, who was 36 at the time, playing uh, the briefly seen on screen Colonel Dan McCready of the Air Force. And Sean no! <laughs> Do it again. No! <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I went with a 38-year-old actor, and I'm thinking if you're going to lure people into seeing a movie with Adam West, then I wanted to put somebody that a lot of folks would probably come to the film just to see, only to be disappointed that he's dead. Um, he is, uh, as I said, 38 years old. He was in Admission. He was in uh, Happiest Season. He was in Schitt's Creek. I went with Dan Levy. Dan Levy. All right. Okay. Okay, my pick for McCready is 42 now he was in jennifer's body the movie moneyball the movie and also 10 years his name is pratty pratt pratt chris pratt uh next the role of mona the woolly monkey the real star of this movie <laughs> uh you know they Prior to this, they had already sent monkeys into space, so they felt like a precedent was set and they could just go ahead and put a monkey in this movie. Yeah. In various parts of the film, sometimes the monkey looks like it might be a puppet. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Do you... I mean, there's times where it's definitely a woolly monkey. Hey, this is well before the uh, the Humane Society the certification. And... Yeah, they, they may have just had that real monkey hooked up to some wires and shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, all right, so I went with a 48-year-old actor to play the monkey. Mm -hmm. um, he was in uh, the Lego Batman movie. He was in The House. Yes. He was in uh, The Dictator with Jason Manzoukas. Yes, dude. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that a lot. And it's, uh, I mean, it's not completely removed from my pick. I went with an actor slash musician slash filmmaker 
who is 56 now. He was in the movie Super and Slither and the zombie horror picture show. I went with Rob Zombie nice. as Mona the Wooly Monkey. I like it. And so my theme. You got a theme? I wasn't paying attention enough. They're all in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. And people need to guard the galaxy from this movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts, Sean? Nope. Leave it on the cutting room floor. All right. And I will say that um, I I do my best. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that, we're going to head into intermission. And not before we say, though, let's all go to the back cave. Let's all go to the back cave. Let's all go to the back cave and get ourselves some Nestle Quick and some bat snacks. Pow! And for those of you just tuning in, you're listening to the Chop Shop Morning Zoo on WCCS 85.5 FM. The Shop with Travisito, the Brew Boss. And me, Chelsea, the Regulator. Where we'll be breaking down the recast of your precious childhood movies. All, All morning, morning long. <laughs> and if you can't listen on your toilet or in your car, just search for Cinema Chop Shop on Podbean.com. And it came to pass that the Lord Pod saith unto the chop shoppers to go forth, to rate, to review, and to subscribe to Cinema Chop Shop on all of your social media and your podcaster apps. Now it's about time for the holy sacrament of a beer check-in. You too can follow the path to Cinema Chop Shop on Untapped. That's U-N-T-A-P-P-D. Everyone, hallelujah. hallelujah! Praise Jesus! Amen. Well, hello there, all you naughty chop shoppers. So, you like to listen? Oh, you're bad. Wouldn't you also love to see all of our hot pictures and posts on our very own social media? Just search for Cinema Chop Shop on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you think you can handle it. This weekend on CCS Wrestling. Woo! If you miss this event, you suck. Woo! It'll be the ultimate recasting extravaganza you have ever seen. Between the challenger. Trontastic Ron. I'm going to rip his face off. Woo! And the defending champ. Little Thanos. You ain't got nothing, brother. I can't stop saying woo! It's an actual medical condition. So if you've got a problem with that, we'll see you in Gmail, where you can send us comments, corrections, concerns, and complaints. That's cinemachopshop at gmail.com. Do you need a used movie? Good credit, bad credit, no credit, no problem. Come on down to Wacky Trav's Cinema Chop Shop Blowout Sale. He's He's out out of of his mind. mind. Where we can guarantee you, you'll go home happy. Social security number, criminal background check, and blood sample required. Side effects may include euphoria, hallucinations, and delusions of grandeur. So please remember to watch Watch Chop Retrofit. (laughs) 
And we're back. Thank you, Chop Shoppers, for bearing with us during that intermission, the brief intermission. And when we come back, what do we like to do, Sean? Beer check-ins. And you have a beer to check in that is directly themed from our previous <laughs> recast. What's it called? <laughs> Robinson Crusoe on Marzen. Marzen. They wish it was called that. What's it really called? It's the it's Marzen from it's just Marzen from Fonta Flora. So I've been. We are in the season for Absolutely. these. Absolutely. I've been drinking the hell out of some uh, Oktoberfest beers. Here we go. Speaking of Oktoberfest, on this coming September 25th, 25th, I believe, we'll have yep. our Oktoberfest at Seminar Brewing. You can check it out on all the social media for Seminar Brewing. And it starts at 2 p.m., I believe, 2 p.m. You are, in fact, correct. Yeah. That gives us time to go to the, the, the comic book convention before... And then uh, hit, hit the brewery after. Sounds like a perfect Saturday to me. Hell yeah. So many costumes for me. I know. Are you going to wear the Carrie Kelly? If I go to the comic book convention, probably. That's awesome. All right. So while we enjoy this, which I already am enjoying. It's, it's really tasty. Quite tasty. All right. That brings us to our next segment, which is the 2021 movie marathon. And this is where throughout the calendar year, those of us on the show and whoever else would like to participate, Chop Shoppers, you can do it too. We try to watch as many movies as we can. Uh, the goal being three sex. 365. Woo! Oh, yeah. 365. Oh, yeah. Uh, unless it's a leap year. And... Uh, we check them in on uh, Letterboxd and some some of us on Twitter with the hashtag 2021 Movie Marathon or whatever year it happens to be. We've been doing this for a few of those things called years. As of this recording, it is the 260th day of the year. I'm on a very respectable 248. I picked nice. up some yes. ground this week. I'm on 290. Um, I've been hampered. Yeah, you like you're doing laundry? No, I've been hampered by uh, work <clears throat> shit. Yeah, work shit. Yeah, that's it. Gotcha. Uh, Chelsea? 326. Now, let me ask you are you counting porn? No, it, the what number about, would be about, way higher. What about YouTube videos? No, the number would be <laughs> way higher if I counted those things. Like, <laughs> All right. So, Chelsea, what is your first check in for this week? My first check-in is a documentary from 2021 called Bob Ross, Happy Accidents, Betrayal, whoop, whoop. and Greed. Yeah, well, the first part, I was like, whoop, whoop. Yeah. Um, but the second part is very <clears throat> sad. My review was, they did you dirty, Bob, real dirty. They did. And I will never buy any Bob Ross merchandise ever, and that makes me sad. Right. I think people need to watch this. A lot a lot of stuff came out, especially on Twitter, like, mm -hmm. ooh, this is bad, and everybody sort of thought that Bob Ross had done something bad, is sort of the interpretation. Well, yeah. there's also, I, I thought the same thing whenever you were, when you were saying this to me, but also there's rumors out there, urban legends about Bob Ross that are very similar to John Denver, that he was like, a marine sniper and that he had like a thousand kills in vietnam and just came back and grew his fro out and painted happy trees none of that is true no uh the, basically the only shady shit that we could dig up from watching this documentary is he uh fooled around with one of his assistants his business partner, partner. Right. yeah people took advantage of him absolutely yeah and that's not cool because no. Bob ross is a fucking icon Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I agree. Very good documentary, and I appreciate the suggestion. 
Over to you, Sean. What's your first check-in? All right, I'm doing a couple of uh, Adam West movies here. Uh, first up is Time Warp from 1981. Let's do it again. It's a comedy sci-fi without the laughs. Adam West is extra creepy. Oh. Um, it's about a returning astronaut who is rendered invisible by way of a time warp that he passes through. All the while, Adam West does his best to woo the astronaut's wife. He's real creepy. Isn't that a movie, The Astronaut's Wife? Yeah. Uh, my first check-in is going to be a movie from 2021. It's number 243 for me. It's called The Guilty. And it's with Jake Gyllenhaal where he plays a uh, police detective who's troubled, who has been demoted to a dispatch. And he gets a call that for all of, he presumes for all of the evidence available to him is a woman who's been abducted. And he is using all of his pull to try and track this case, even though he's not supposed to be acting as a detective. He's been taken down a notch. I'm not going to spoil anything, but it was remarkable the level of intensity, considering that Gyllenhaal is the only or one of the few characters who's actually on camera. The rest of it is all over the phone. Um, Directed by Antoine Fuqua. And written by Nick Pizzolatto of True Detective fame. Over to you, Chelsea. You got another check-in for us? I do. So I've always really wanted to watch all of the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have cool friends until recently oh, yeah. that would watch them with me. And you can't watch these movies by yourself. You well, have you to... can. I have. Well, <laughs> I've but been you have by to my have... lonesome in a theater before watching. I mean, the watching movie. them by yourself, but then having nobody to talk to about them. Oh well, that's different. And so I didn't have that. So I was like, "Fuck this! I'm not going to watch it." I saw a few of them, but I've started down this rabbit hole. Yes. And uh, I watched 2011's Captain America: The First Avenger. Uh huh. And I fucking loved it. Right. Oh my god. Okay, so you've uh, already purchased your own shield with a star and stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chris Evans, uh, how did you feel about his performance in that as Captain America? He was great, and I l- watched it with Sean, and he was worried about the weird CGI when before he got the super serum. Right. His actually looks good. But compared the, to the villain? No, compared to the one where they did Iron Man with his dad. Oh, oh the okay. age regression yeah. technology. Yeah. That one was bad. <clears throat> but this this wasn't terrible, but it was really funny to see him as this like tiny little And so let me let me ask, how far are you into the MCU at this point? How many movies in? She kind of skipped around and went through the Avengers Chron- chronological. All the well, it started out chronological, Five, but six, omitted seven. a few. Um, yeah, I have seven. Seven. It in? was only because we watched Civil War, yes. and I I was too excited to see the progression of that yes. story. So I finished all of like the Avengers ones mm-hmm. and the uh, Infinity Cycle. Yep. Yeah. Sean, your next one. Um, I'm checking in 2007's Sexina. Yes. Pop star, private eye. Okay, I'm already on board. Uh, This stars uh, nobody you've heard of except Adam West is in it. An anvil-faced blonde saves the music industry from being taken over by Adam West and his robot boy band. Did you say anvil-based? Anvil-faced. 
anvil faced blonde. Yeah, she just that's has, a really mean thing to say. Well, she's got an anvil face. I'm sorry. That's like up there with John Waters calling somebody hatchet face. I'm sorry. But the best part of the movie, Adam West in a soul patch. Soul patch. Oh yes. That's it. Once that's again, I'm back on board. You brought me back. Yeah, yeah. The whole movie he's seen from like the shot from behind in like one of those big giant chairs yes uh that bad guys often have yeah and you're um you're dr evils yeah or... yeah so so you see him at the end and he's got a soul patch and i was like well this is worth the journey yes all right i've got another one and it is called oh boy i watched this with marco your boy mark it's called prisoners of the ghost land and it's the new nicholas cage movie which he is quoted as saying is the craziest movie he's ever made but he says that a lot i'm just going to read the review because i really don't want to spoil anything for anyone insanely bizarre post-apocalyptic trip of a film no spoilers they were, okay. It was very Mad Maxian and also kind of Cowboy Bebop-ish. You've already said too much. Yes, I have. All right. So, Chelsea, you got any more? I do. What do you got? My last one is from 2019. It's Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame. Yes. And I liked this, but I am fucking pissed off. About? Black Widow. Mm. I'm fucking mad. Oh, I thought you were pissed off that Pepper Potts didn't die. Oh, I'm also pissed off about that. But <laughs> is that Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when Iron Man dies, they dedicate this like spoiler be- alert. <laughs> Come on, everybody's seen it except me. When he dies, they give him this beautiful funeral scene and like send off, and people mourn for him. Yeah. And when she fucking sacrificed herself for quote unquote family, mm-hmm. her chosen family. Like, they show the Hulk punching a dock, and they're like, this sucks, we're sad. She's a girl. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. But that's the mentality. It's it's bullshit. Yeah. yeah, it is bullshit. Yeah, there were a lot of people who were pissed off about that at the time. And, and we've talked about this, about how Scarlett Johansson has talked about how uh, in the previous Marvel films, her her character was objectified and... Marginalized, for yes, sure. Yeah, and totally. that she really liked the way that it was played out in Black Widow, even though that movie wasn't perfect. No. All right, Sean, what do you got next? I'm checking in 1984's Against All Odds. Okay. Speaking of Jeff Bridges, um, I always liked the song by Phil Collins. I should have left it at that. It's it's painfully 80s. Um, Everyone is corrupt and on the take. Okay. There's sex in Mexico. Yep. Yes, and, there is. And James Woods rocks a Floby haircut. Uh, not on board with James Woods. Oh, he's terrible. Uh, but he looks ridiculous with this haircut, and he's the bad guy. Uh, coincidentally, in Family Guy, where Adam West is the mayor, the high school is called James Woods High School. Yep. So bringing it full circle, Sean. I know, right? I try. I do what I can. All right. So I've got one more, and it is, man, this, this check-in's kind of old. <laughs> Let's see what you did there. <laughs> it's number 247 for me, and it's old from 2021, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. The twist is it's rated PG-13. <laughs> Seriously, though, uh, Shyamalan is always going to be polarizing. Yep. And, yeah. Uh, even yep, after yep. his first film. And uh, note the 50% score on Rotten Tomatoes. 50? Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, I'm not surprised. But I thought it was quite enjoyable. 
Yeah. I, I, right. lo- I loved it. Yeah. Hey, why don't you open up that other beer before we jump into the next phase of this endeavor? The next phase of the uh, CCS universe. <laughs> <laughs> what you got there? This is a beer from Almanac Brewing Company, which is, I'm looking now, where are they out of? I'm um, not seeing it, but it's a West Coast IPA. West Coast IPA. I'm smelling those West Coast tops. It's a little soapy smelling, and, which is a, a hop characteristic sometimes. And I thought it was appropriate because of Adam West. Truly West Coast IPA. Yeah, I'm not in love with it. No, it's 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 passe. <laughs> it's overly hopped. I think. Would it? Yeah, there's a lot going on on the nose that's a little confusing. I think that's what's throwing me off the smell versus what I'm tasting, and I can't merge the two. From the can, Waves is our uber dry hopped West Coast IPA, fully maxed out on dank aromas of fresh citrus and pine. Best enjoyed beachside. Can you catch it? No. Also made with Simcoe. Tide and Joy Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. And so, what's up next? The recast continued. The recast continued. This is the second part of our feature segment, and we are going to redeem ourselves, Robin, with this movie, which is 1966 Batman the movie. And this was originally intended to be a pilot for the tv show but they aired like a different pilot and it was so successful they decided to do it as a standalone feature film yep and it was super successful batman the movie 1966 directed by leslie h martinson it's got a 79 percent on rotten tomatoes kapowie holy feature film batman one based on the tongue-in-cheek, campy 1960s television series. Watch Batman, Adam West, and Robin, Burt Ward, battle sharks, Catwoman, the Joker, the Riddler, all on the big screen. Can they try to prevent the bad guys from taking over the world? With a wham, a pow, and a zip, our heroes just might win. I re-watched it going into this episode. I, I think I watched it for the first time back in the 2017 movie marathon. But uh, Sean, had you seen this before? I, I saw it growing up. Uh, it used to be on like back when TV stations, your local network would show Saturday afternoon matinee type films. I, I This came on a lot. Um, I don't think I've seen it since I was probably in high school though. So there was a lot of refreshing to do. Yeah. Um, but always remember the stupid shark at the beginning of the yes. movie with the stupid, stupid shark bat repellent. Shark bat repellent. Exactly. What? Well, wouldn't it just be bat shark, shark repellent? repellent? And now, does this tie in any in any way to the man shark in the Suicide Squad? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, Chelsea, your thoughts on Batman the movie? Uh, I didn't watch it, but I've seen the TV show. Okay. So I've heard rumors, maybe they're urban legends, that Adam West and Burt Ward intentionally included a lot of sexual innuendo in their ad-libbed lines. Okay, I believe it. And I also feel like there's an overarching homosexual undertone. Oh, yeah, there definitely is. And it's the inspiration for 
the ambiguously gay duo oh, sure, by absolutely. Robert Smy- Smigley? Smigel. Smigel from SNL. Yeah, 100%. And uh, they, uh, you know, you know that they were trying to do whatever they could get away with yes. at the time. And it's fun to watch these as an adult because you kind of pick up on some of that uh, subversive humor. The nuance. Versus the, just the straight up campiness of it all. All right, so the roles that we're going to recast, we've got a few of them, so we're going to go ahead and get into it. First, we've got Adam West, who was 38 at the time, playing Bruce Wayne slash Batman, a.k.a. Bruce Pasta Batman. He told me to give him a shout-out. Then we've got Burt Ward, who was 21, a young 21, as the boy wonder Dick Grayson, a.k.a. Robin. Then we've got Lee Merriweather, one of three women to play Catwoman, and she was 31 at the time. And... Then we've got Cesar Romero, who is 59 as the Joker. And then Burgess Meredith. I don't know, Rock. <laughs> uh, who most people would know as the trainer for Rocky in the Rocky Balboa series of films. He's playing the Penguin. And he really brought a lot to the role. I think he affected that waddle. And in his dialogue, he would include little squawks. And so let's go ahead and and dive in. Chelsea, who's your pick for Batman, played by Adam West? Okay. My actor was in The Avengers, The Avengers Infinity War, Mm -hmm. The Avengers Endgame, and in Thor. I went with Chris Hemsworth. There you go. One of the Marvel Chris's. Listen, Fat Thor is my fucking hero. Do you see what beer he was drinking? No. Tropicalia. <gasps> nice. From yep, Creature right. Nice. That was a big, big deal. They I had... remember you guys talking yeah. about mm-hmm. this. Yeah, okay. They, they had to keep it quiet. They had to sign confidentiality. Oh, my God. It's, what a big get for them. Um, Over to you, Sean. Okay, so DC, they're getting better, a la the Suicide Squad, but they can't make a fucking film to save their lives when it comes to their hero properties. They're shitty. You didn't like Aquaman? No, no. Um, so I'm going to be. I'm going to spoil my theme for you. I'm Go using. I'm using actors who have been in other properties, superhero films, and TV shows that are not DC. That are not DC. Okay, fair enough. So Adam West, 38 years old, keeping with the campiness. This isn't going to be a serious Batman movie at all. I went with a 39 year old actor who was in uh, Big Mouth and uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse as Spider-Ham. I went with John Mulaney. Also, he got Olivia Munn pregnant, y'all. Yeah, he did. He should have been in movie news. I was blown away when I heard this. I was like, he's batting above his average. He's shooting that web fluid. He's punching out of his weight class. Amen. (laughs) My pick for... Bruce Wayne slash Batman, originally portrayed by Adam West, who was 38 at the time. Uh, my pick is 44 now, so just a little bit older. Older. He's in The Devil's Own, Civil Action, and Campfire Stories. His name is Rob McKelney. Rob McKelney. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Rob McKelney. Next up, we've got the role of Robin, a.k.a. Dick Grayson, Played by Burt Ward, who was 21 at the time. And Chelsea, who did you go with for this? Since I can't recast myself because I don't have 
IMDb cred. This is a reference to your costume at last year's Scary Movie Night. Fuck yes, it is. Yeah. My actor was in Avengers Endgame, Mm -hmm. Avengers Infinity War, Captain America Civil War, and now he's Spider-Man. I went with Thomas Holland. Thomas Holland. Very good. Very good. I think I smell a theme. There's not. <laughs> Over to you, Sean. I just have it on the brain. You know how when you like watch like a whole bunch of movies that are very specific, yeah. you, it like permeates your dreams and your it's thoughts. It's kind of like when you're thinking about shrimp and somebody walks by with a, a plate, plate of shrimp. shrimp. Exactly. Um, I went with an actor who's 18 years old, and every I'm, every time I see his age, I'm shocked by how young he is. Um, he was in Modern Family. Mm-hmm. He was in uh, the show Nicky, Ricky, Dicky, and Dawn. Yep. But he was mm-hmm. in the comic book-based TV series on Netflix, The Umbrella Academy. I went with Aiden Gallagher. Aiden Gallagher. I'm not familiar with him. He, I am. He's number five. He's the time-traveling boy. I also am not familiar with The Umbrella Academy. Well, Is you this should... a movie or a TV show? It's a TV show. I'm joking. I know all about it, but I haven't watched it. My wife loves it. It's My lovely best. wife, Michelle. Drink. Drinkies. See, my pick for Robin is 45 now. He's in Going the Distance, Bad Company, and also Campfire Stories. His name is Charles Day. Charles. Is it always sunny? What you're doing. I mean, where? Where are you talking about? San Diego? San Diego is pretty I think I can guess the Penguin cast. Well, well, I mean, I was inspired, and it will all make sense when we get down to the Penguin. Next, uh, we've got Catwoman, played by Lee Merriweather, and she was 31. Chelsea, your pick for Catwoman. So, since I didn't have a double feature or a recast for the first movie, this pick is a total suck up to you travis yeah um my actress was in zola yep she was in the guilty yep uh she was in american honey i went with riley kehoe riley kehoe now i will mention she's a voice in the guilty well i didn't see see her i didn't see her but that goes to my review it's remarkable how intense that film is considering we mostly just see jake gyllenhaal uh i like it i'm I'm down are you doing picks on the fly over there no i have them pulled up (laughs) 100 percent. yeah it's not it's not a a gaslight at all over to you sean your pick <laughs> all right i went with a 32 year old actress from geneva switzerland mm-hmm. she was in the vampire diaries she was in cutthroat city all eyes on me how it ends but she was also the voice of april o'neill in rise of the yeah. teenage mutant ninja yeah. turtles her name is cat graham that I love it, her. No Cat Dennings. You couldn't go Cat Dennings. Cat Graham. All right, Cat Graham. She's so cool. She's pretty too. She's beautiful. Next up for me, my pick for uh, Lee Merriweather's Catwoman is 42 now. She was in Free State of Jones, Masterminds, and How It Ends, along with her husband, Charles Day. Her name is Mary Elizabeth Ellis, a.k.a. The Waitress. Nice. Next up, I'm not even joking, you guys. It's not even funny. We try to be funny, and sometimes we succeed. <laughs> We're talking about the Joker. What the hell was that? I know, right? Uh, the Joker was played by the great Cesar Romero, and he had a uh, career 
before this. Oh, absolutely. He was like a leading man and oh, like yeah. a romantic lead. Yes, very and suave. And then he just threw himself into yeah. this. And I've heard, I'm going to go ahead and get into this. There's an analogy about the Jokers and the different people who have portrayed them. They And, and analogous to different drugs. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I've so seen that too. Right. Cesar Romero is LSD. Yep. Jack Nicholson is cocaine. Yep. Heath mm-hmm. Ledger is heroin. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jared Leto is methamphetamine. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Um, All right. Wait, whoa, whoa. What, what's, uh, what's Joaquin Phoenix? P- PCP. <laughs> PCP. <laughs> Bath salts. <laughs> Bath salts. <laughs> Bath salt zombie. <laughs> Are we on me? For the Joker, no, over to you, Chelsea. 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 Cesar Romero, fifty-nine. The Joker. Who do you got? My actor was in Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> you like how I said that? Yeah, I think you said it right. I don't know. Oh, he's also in Jojo Rabbit. I went with Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Is that two shows in a row for I Taika so. Waititi for you? At least probably. Two, at least two I use him all the time because yeah. he's the fucking greatest, he's and I don't care. He's I don't have some fucking file cabinet cool. with all my IMDb picks where I can't make repeats. I don't fucking care. So for literally two years, when Sean said that he has his picks on file. I thought he was talking about a terabyte hard drive, like a sane no. person. Fucking no. It's a physical file cabinet that's full it, it of is. nearly four years of weekly it's, picks. Yeah. You could call it my rogues gallery, Robin. There you go. <laughs> All right. So over to you, Sean. Who's your pick for the Joker? I was a 59-year-old actor. Okay. And... Uh, Although he has been in a DC movie, he's also been in a Dark Horse movie. Yes. Um, two, I think. An Image Comics movie. I can't remember what the property well, Dark is. Dark Horse, I know them from uh, their publication of Star Wars comics. Anyway, the films I'm talking about are uh, Kick-Ass 2 and The Mask. I went with Jim Carrey. Okay. He was a, he was a trivia question uh, this past week at Trivia. That's, I wouldn't uh, know. Right answers with wrong, wrong Travis. Travis. It's your semi-weekly trivia contest right there at Seminar Brewing. That's SeminarBrewing.com. All right. Well, my pick for the Joker, originally portrayed by Cesar Romero, at least on television, who was 59 at the time. My actor's 45 now. He was in Crank, Crank 2, The Strangers, filmed right here in Florence, South Carolina, and The Hunt. His name is... Glenn Howerton, and does he not have a Joker smile? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, the new season of AP Bio is out. And the implications. Next up, we got one more, right? Yep. yep. It's the Penguin. Yep. Played by Burgess Meredith. Mm-hmm. Very aptly portrayed by Burgess Meredith, I, I think. He was also 59 at the time, right, Sean? Yes. And so, Chelsea, who did you go with for this? Piggybacking off of your pick, Travis, uh, my actor was also an AP bio, young adult, seeking a friend for the end of the world. I went with Patton Oswalt. Dude, that's good. And he's played Penguin on on YouTube. College humor. Yeah. Oh, God. That's that's great. I did not know that, but that is great. It's hilarious. Yeah, I I can totally see him pulling this off. Uh, That negates everything that we're going to say after this. Go ahead, Sean. Um, I'm with an actor who is 60 years old. He'll be 61 soon. 
Um, he was in Big Night, Spotlight, The Lovely Bones, Julie and Julia, but he was also in Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, Captain America, The First Avenger. I went with Stanley Tucci. The Tooch. Oh, the Tooch. Tucci gang, Tucci gang, Tucci gang. Tucci, Tucci, Tucci bandana. My pick is 76 now. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was in Deadly Hero, Going Ape, and The Ratings Game. <laughs> Going for the obscure. His name is Danny DeVito. He's going to reprise his role as the Penguin. You guys like it? Do no, like I like I mine the best. I and won. I started with Danny DeVito. Yes, yes. And also Glenn Harrison was a gimme. Speaking of the penguin, have you seen the photos of the penguin from the yes. new Batman movie? It's weird. Paul Dano, right? No, no, no. no Colin, Fer- Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell. Yes. Looks like a fucking Chicago mafioso and it's weird. Good. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I'm ready. It. Yeah. All right, so final thoughts on Batman the movie. It's a lot of fun. Watch it if you haven't. It's great. Watch it. It's um I think it it's out there somewhere for free. Maybe, right? maybe so. Chelsea, did you have any final thoughts on Batman, in, in Adam West Batman in general? Um, I love the TV show. I fucking love it. So and I'm sure the movie is great. It's exactly the same as the TV show. That's and what. Yeah. It's supposed. It was supposed to be a pilot for the TV show, so it's the exact love same it. aesthetic. Uh, all right. So that's going to bring us to our bonus segment, you guys. I don't think you're even ready. Nope. I don't think you have your compass ready. I don't have because a this is going to be a battle royale between four points of direction. Nice. Okay. We've got Oliver North versus Clint Eastwood versus Donald Sutherland versus Adam West. Adam West. You're going Adam West. It's his birthday. Yeah. Uh Donald Sutherland. Going Sutherland. Yeah. Uh. I gotta go Sutherland too, dude. I um I'm not super happy with the direction that Clint Eastwood is taking exactly. his uh, politics and Oliver North. That's a that's Should a red be, flag. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah. So I'm going Sutherland too, and Chelsea, perfectly respectable pick with Adam West as it is his episode. All right. So, do you guys? Speaking of episodes, oh god, amazing segue. Do you know what next week's episode is? Watch party. Fuck you, Sean. And Sean, it's your pick. Don't call it my pick. It is the Fates pick. You left it to the Fates, but it was your turn to select a movie. Is that correct? And this is the method that you fucking chose. Well, I selected several movies that were all shot down. So we went to Walmart. I reached my hand into the $5 DVD bin way, way at the bottom and pulled out garage land oh, no i thought you were gonna say like a heroin needle and like a sticky band-aid wait, wait, what's the movie called jungle jungle land? jungle land it's a bare knuckle boxing heroin movie right yeah well we're gonna have to revisit it because yeah. it's been a while since i've seen it but i i've never it. seen it i i related it let's say to the boxer yeah i've never seen it before the fighter uh, the fighter i'm sorry the fighter <laughs> thank you regulator you're welcome <laughs> Uh, so I do have a sneak preview question and answer for next week's trivia. Are you okay. guys ready? Probably yes. not because I've never seen this. All right. So one of the co-stars of Jungle Land is Jack O'Connell, mm-hmm. whose breakout television role was on the British teen soap Skins. Oh, Jesus. What was his character's name on Skins? We will accept first and last or just last name. Rafe. Nope. 
I don't know. You want to guess? Adam. James Cook. I'm fucking Cook. I'm fucking Cook. Yeah. Uh, so that's your correct answer to next week's sneak preview question and answer for the cinema chop shop category in trivia. That's right answers with wrong oh, Travis at seminar brewing. All right. Also, we want to plug the podcast itself. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us and all of your podcatcher apps. We are hosted online on Podbean. We're Cinema Chop Shop on there. We are on Twitter at Cinema Chop Shop. We are Cinema Chop Shop on Facebook.com and also on Gmail, Cinema Chop Shop at Gmail.com and Instagram. We're at Cinema Chop Shop on Instagram. You can see all of our naughty pics. And untapped u-n-t-a-p-p-d do the dab there you go uh chelsea is going to take over the untapped profile and all the beers that we checked in today she's going to check them in on untapped so that you can seek them out and enjoy the beers that we enjoyed while we did this episode um and also if all things work correctly the cinema chop shop podcast on youtube will have an audio version of this episode with hopefully a super cool picture i want to thank you chelsea for being here anything you want to plug uh trivia i mean we've plugged it three times but trivia trivia and sean any plugs for you well you already mentioned oktoberfest oktoberfest did i do all the plugs in advance you kind of did but that's fine i'm gonna go ahead and give a shout out to taqueria juarez (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh, veracruz Veracruz. veracruz different place different place don't go to juarez bad bad news also farewell to you the chop shoppers out there don't forget to get that vax otherwise social distance and wear your mask and please remember to watch watch chop chop retrofit retrofit and fire up that bat signal pow